What other items of food have you done that with? You've been making fun of my shorts all day. That's why they're cargo shorts. I'm putting biscuits in there. <laughs> it's just Tough shoving food in your cargo pockets. That's what they're made for. <laughs> Maximal storage capability. Uh. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Before we get into this episode, Jordan and myself can talk something about the things that we have going on at Primo's right now, starting with, what do you want to start with? Outdoor Channel? Sure, yeah. That's the kind of biggest name in our block right now. Yeah, biggest thing going on. Brand new television episodes. We're still in elk right now, but as soon as those elk shows end, it'll roll right into deer hunting episodes i think when this episode airs we will be starting deer the next day this one i think you may be right i don't know i think i think this week is our last week of elk shows and we start some deers i thought uh, you may be right yeah okay so yeah primo's truth about hunting on outdoor channel sundays at 9.30 Eastern, Tuesdays at 7 Eastern. Sundays at 10.30 Eastern. That's right. I'm sorry. Sundays at 10.30 Eastern. (laughs) We've been so used to the same time slot forever, and we got pushed back an hour this year, so it's a little different. Time block changed a little bit. So it's Sundays at 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central. Tuesdays at 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And Saturdays at 11 Eastern, 10 Central. I believe that's right. Is that a.m.? A.m. Gotcha. A.M. Saturday morning. Kick out. All I know is our, our two main ones are Sundays and Tuesdays. I saw it because we didn't have the Saturday one, not at that time. So I thought about like when you, you know when you was a kid, you'd wake up, supposed to, or the like the stereotype is you wake up, get a bowl of cereal and watch cartoons. Well, you can wake up on Saturday morning, get a bowl of cereal or a sausage biscuit and watch Primo's Truth About Hunting. Dude, I killed a deer one time out of my house window. While I was sitting, woke up on a Saturday morning, sitting there watching hunting show on ESPN back when it used to come on there Saturday morning. <laughs> My mama said, there's a deer running across the pasture. I said, oh, snap. <laughs> and so I ran upstairs, got my rifle, and my window pointed out towards the pasture. And it was a nice eight-point chasing a doe across there. Boom. Catow. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral of that story is if it's during deer season and it's a Saturday morning and you're not hunting, you may catch some good juju by watching Primo's Truth About Hunting at, uh, you know, when it comes on and maybe a deer go running across your house. That happened to me. Happened to Jordan. It can happen to you as well. You've seen the deer. He's in my carport. Rat, oh, yeah. Rats chewed his nose off. Oh, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of those, uh, I'm sure he didn't always look like this, but now he looks one of those things you'd see on one of those bad taxidermy pages. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so then, so we got Outdoor Channel. Then we've got the YouTube Channel. We talked about this before, but uh, I don't know. The, the messages never seem to stop, which don't stop sending them. We like that y'all are asking, but y'all are always asking, when are y'all going to start uploading the television episodes to YouTube? You know, because it rolls over from outdoor mm-hmm. to YouTube. So now, every Tuesday, there's a new episode uploaded on the Primo's YouTube channel. Yep, and that'll last for 13 weeks. I think we're in week number four or five. Mm-hmm. So yep. About halfway through with them. Yeah. So getting there but as soon as you get done watching them we're gonna have some other stuff coming out need to go on over to primos.com yeah we're gonna have the truth web series we've got turkey shows there from last spring and uh then start uploading stuff here next few weeks on the website yeah and that's completely no subscription required nothing 
not to pay anything. It is 100% free. All you have to do is get on primos.com. You can look at it on your phone, uh, your laptop, whatever. iPad, don't matter. If you can get to primos.com, you can watch those videos. Yep. If you are willing to, go on the website and you know sign up for the email newsletter. Yeah. I mean, that's going to help us out. It's going to help you out. It allows us to figure out what we need to put out there, you so know. So. Help us help you. Help us help you. <laughs> yep. Don't be afraid of it. So directly into the episode. This is a uh, one, me and you haven't done an episode in a while. We've had guests in for the past two or three weeks. Yeah, I think the last one I got to be on was with Logan. Yep. So that's been a few weeks ago. Yep. So we brought it back in house for this week, and soon we're, we don't have that many summer episodes left, man. It's about to be getting it's back been, into hunting talk. It's been a big go time. It's like straight up hunting talk. So I wanted to do. I, I, I've thought about doing an episode like this, and I was like, you know, when's the time? Now's the time. So this episode we're going to title embarrassment. Mostly on Jimmy. A lot on Jimmy. A lot on everybody. <laughs> but the, here's the, I like this episode, and I think this is going to be, if it gets received the way that I'm hoping it will, because I know all the messages that I get from y'all that listen to this, uh, a lot of what y'all say is, man, it's so cool to hear just in f- so deep a detail just all the other stuff that goes on bes- yeah. besides what happens on TV or on even on the Instagram and YouTube, I mean, there's just more stuff that happens that you just you don't ever see. And so we talk about it on here. And so the whole premise of this episode, Embarrassment, is I have a list of incidents that me and Jordan yesterday, we sat in the office and just drummed up old memories that have happened. And I say old memories. I mean, these have happened like some of them happened in the past fall. Yeah. Right. So it's just stuff, funny things or crazy things or out of the box things that occurred that either didn't make it to tv or a show because the camera wasn't running or didn't have time to keep it in there or whatever this is just stuff that's happened that i think is funny to talk about yeah to put this in perspective me lake jimmy troy and brad from october or say september till february we spend more time with all of us than we do our family Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We, so a lot of goofy stuff that goes on. You can imagine when you're around a, a group of people that small for that long of time, it's just, you know. Stuff happens. Things get weird. <laughs> 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 so, I have, like, I'm looking at the list in front of me of these incidents, and I think, I'm not even going to go in the order I typed them out at. I just, I see one that I think would just kick it off because I think it's a really funny story. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Jimmy's Mallard Band? <laughs> oh, uh, that was a group effort i don't think i think everybody in our crew had something to do with that besides jimmy yeah and you got ben, ben bredigan was a big part of that too yes so we the were, whole story how he got the band is funny too yeah not just how it happened there because w- here's here's what happened and this doesn't happen all that often but we were duck hunting on Cottonmouth, and we were not filming it. Yeah, I was having a fun hunting one morning. It had been, it was in January. We had uh, had a good duck morning, and we, you know, initially our instincts were like, we're going to film this. And then we just kind of, it was kind of a general consensus. We had gotten the footage we'd pretty much need to got, need to needed to have. Yeah. We got what we needed to get uh, for that season, and everyone, is, it, we've talked about it before, when it gets to January, we're usually pretty tired 
we've all been around each other for days on end and duck hunting is probably one of the most difficult things that we film it's very stressful because i mean it's it's so many moving pieces and parts when you're trying to get a good duck hunt captured yeah it's a whole bunch i mean you're trying and turkey hunting deer hunting you know you got one hunter one cameraman duck hunting we usually got two cameraman three or four hunters yeah that's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot, a whole, <laughs> whole lot. And it, so it, we we decided, I can't remember who had the idea first, but whoever said it first, we all jumped on the wagon. We were like, heck yeah, let's take a morning off, just have some fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And I remember I wasn't, I think I'd already shot my limit, and it was just you and Jimmy. Yeah. yeah I, remember, I remember it was you and Jimmy left shooting. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> this duck flies in. And I can't remember if it was one or a group or whatever, but uh, Jimmy shoots it and does not just crumple it. It w- it was like, did like the mile-long death drop. Yeah. And I waited all the way out there. I mean, it was, I mean, I was out of breath by the time I got back to the bank. And I by the time, when I got the duck, I saw the band on him. It was a green head with a band on his leg. And I was like, oh my goodness. And uh, so I walked back there. I don't say anything. And I'm like, who shot this duck? Jimmy's like, oh, and, and, and finally he settled on it. Jimmy shot it. Jimmy shot it. And I held it up. He had the band, and Jimmy's just, all of a sudden, he swells up, you know? Oh, yeah. I picked him out. I picked him out of the group. I could see him gleaning in the sun. Hmm. So you you register a band. Are you, how, how's that whole process yeah, work? Yeah, it's, it's online. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like an official, I mean... It, Basically, the the only thing that you have to, I mean, like you, as long as you get them the information that they need. The main thing is letting them know where you harvested a duck, and you know that is it's been harvested. Which we much. did. We yeah. gave them point, point, you know, perfect information on that. So the main purpose was required. What you don't have to be straight up on is the name of the person who got it. Yeah. <laughs> so. How, who came up with that stupid name? Well, it was a, it was a group effort. <laughs> but we told Jimmy that we would... Uh, <laughs> we told Jimmy we would take care of him for it and that his certificate would arrive in the mail. Yeah. And I still remember we were sitting in the office and because uh, it was after duck season when the certificate came in and all of a sudden you can hear him from the other side, Hark! Jordan! <laughs> who did this? <laughs> Jimmy Jam Peanuts. Jimmy Jam Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one, man. We still have that certificate. Yeah. <laughs> this certificate is hereby presented to Jimmy Jam Peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Jam. <laughs> well, I mean, that is a prank. That you, y'all remember this. If anybody out here kills a band and you get your hands on it or your buddy gets a, kills one and you get your hands on it, you got to do it. Yeah. Jimmy Jam Peanuts. I don't even, like, <laughs> that name is so dumb. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but the funniest thing, I've got it saved. Like they send you a PDF version too. Yeah. They email it to you. So I, if he ever tried to get rid of it, I still have it saved on my computer. I can pull it up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a that was definitely one of the funnier moments that did not not make it to any sort of ever uh, show. I wish it had been funny if it did. If you, if anybody listening to this ever runs across Jimmy Primos, please call him Jimmy Jam. <laughs> You're Jimmy Jam Peanut. <laughs> he will get red in the face. <laughs> Not from mad, but he's just embarrassed. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, that's how we like to 
that's how we like him to operate. We like him to be a little bit embarrassed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on from that incident, let's go. Let's go to the time that Jordan decided to try to be Levi Morgan, and you know where I'm going with this story. I mean, I've tried to be Levi so many times I can't remember exactly which time I did it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about some awesome shot I made. I'm sure it's an awesome shot you tried to make. (laughs) There was a uh, persimmon tree involved, and a raccoon. Oh yeah. I know exactly in the bucket patch. Yep. <laughs> Care to divulge? It's 80 degrees and second week of December. A rut's supposed to be happening. We ain't seen diddly squat. Haven't seen a deer. Finally seen a raccoon crawling up a persimmon tree. And I said, you want me to shoot that raccoon lake? And you said, yeah, sure. Or something like that. Yeah, there's a there's a little detail you're leaving out about that. No, there's no details. There's some. He was in range. How far? 105 yards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just so happened to have a judo point. <laughs> and it's about dark. We ain't seen no deer. No. I ain't gonna see no. I ain't gonna see no deer. <laughs> We're trying to kill us a coon. Yeah. So I draw back, roll my roller down to about 100 yards, and. Don't, don't think that air's hit the ground yet. <laughs> I still remember I heard it because <laughs> Jordan releases it. And he looked like you looked like a one of those archers in a medieval movie because Jordan had that thing torqued up in there. And then when you shot, it hit a branch on the tr- it hit like a little twig in the tree we were in. <laughs> so it was failed from the start pretty much. But I just remember I just started laughing immediately because Jordan releases and almost immediately you hear that arrow go click hit that twig and Jordan go so Jordan goes ooh and then, <laughs> and then you see that arrow flying all cattywampus through the sky because it hit a twig and then it hit I mean it does it makes it to the tree the raccoon is in. If that raccoon would have been as big as an elephant I'd have got him. You may have hit him in the in the tail. I don't know. <laughs> if I could have put a flaming torch on the end of that air, I could have burned a castle down across the river. <laughs> you know, people are going to hear this podcast. They're going to be like, these guys are some idiots. We are. <laughs> I ain't denying it. Uh, okay. It's what, what you do when you have to hunt 100 days a year. Let's uh, Let's refer back to the list here. Where can we go from here? Let's go to, mm, this one doesn't even have a specific incident. It's just titled Jimmy Getting Lost. (laughs) It's a very normal occurrence. It's a broad subject. We can talk about multiple incidents. (laughs) Every year, you would have thought we started hunting at a new camp. Brand new. Never seen it before. Had to relearn that bad boy. Let's reiterate. We had been at Cottonmouth for, last year was our sixth season. Correct. Sixth. Sixth season there. What have you were te- when we were talking about this subject yesterday? You brought up the first time you went to Cottonmouth with Jimmy. So the first time I went, we actually got in the woods at Cottonmouth. This was in 2016, the fall of 16. Right. We're planting food plots, and I don't know anything about the the how everything works at this point. So I'm just kind of watching and learning, and all this was. Jimmy gets in a buggy. He says, come on, Jordan. We're going to meet them up here somewhere. 
and you're in a buggy next to us with somebody, and you go left, and we're going to Secret Patch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You go left the north way we normally go, and Jimmy's like, I know a shortcut. Well, he goes on past y'all, straight up the road where y'all took a left, and he takes another left. And first thing we know, we end up at the Oak Tree Patch, Oak Tree Road Patch. And he don't know where he is, does he? He ain't got a clue. He said, oh, I must have missed a turn. Well, turns around, and now I know, but he goes back down and takes the right towards the secret patch and go in the right direction. Uh-huh. And we bypass the secret patch. We blow right through it and then meet y'all. <laughs> and usually like, where are you going, Jimmy? Secret patch. I just, yeah, I remember I see it. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> And then we turn around and stop at the secret patch, and he, we pull up there, and he's like, I ain't never seen this patch before. Where is this at? <laughs> and then keep in mind, the thing, the thing that makes it ironic is secret patch is my spot. Jimmy, secret patch is my favorite patch. This year, he insisted that we call it Jimmy's secret patch. <laughs> the only reason I can think is maybe because the secret patch is a secret to Jimmy because he couldn't find it if it weren't for us. <laughs> We look the thing in here. We can talk about that because this is not an isolated incident. Me and you were right. We were checking trail cameras or something. This is last fall. This is last last November or something. And we took some kind of. We didn't go like the standard. Take the main road, cut to left, going up to Arkansas Field, cut in right, go past Persimmon Patch, and then you know keep going and you run into Secret Patch. You know, and I yeah. guess Jimmy had that route just burned into his brain well we didn't have to go that way we had to hit some other places first and so we drive in from secret patch from the other side yeah and great there wasn't a blind in there yet but it was fully grown food plot and then secret patch is pretty distinguishable it's got it's, island trees it's got in that the island of trees in the middle of it i mean it's kind of and <laughs> we pull up and me i mean we pull up and stop, and me and Jordan just start doing our deal. Get out of the buggy, start walking towards the trail camera, this, that, and the other. And Jimmy goes, this spot looks really good. What is this place? <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> How come no one ever shows me this stuff? <laughs> Yo, why y'all hide stuff from my, me all the time? This place looks great. <laughs> Don't nobody tell me nothing. <laughs> mm. um, so this, we'll go to this one. And I'm not just trying to pick on Jimmy, but this one is kind of uh, sequential because this happened the same day that you're talking about the first day he tried to take you to Secret Patch and got lost. We were planting that day. Mm -hmm. And so I have this labeled as the, uh, this is the Primo's Worldwide Wrestling Championship of 2016. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wilbur and Jimmy in a grudge match of all time. This is actually videoed somewhere. I've seen it. I don't think it ever made it anywhere. No, because we were running a drone, so the audio is not any good. Yeah. But it's a, it's on video somewhere. And I'm still not 100% sure why Wilbur did what he did, but I'm glad he did it. Because <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> These are two 60-something-plus-year-old men. Yeah. Wilbur is... And he didn't tell anyone he was doing it either. Uh-uh. Wilbur... Uh, had just got done putting seed in the hopper mm -hmm. and had this nylon sack that seed was in. And he runs up to Jimmy and puts the sack over his head and goes to beating on him. Yeah. <laughs> goes to just hitting him. <laughs> He's just waylaying him. Just body shots, man. Kidney, <laughs> liver, 
shot to the gut. We're like, what in the world is going on? And then first thing I know, Wilbur body slams Jimmy. Wilbur threw him <laughs> on the ground. And Jimmy's the whole time just flailing around. We're like, what in the world? And we're all, I think all of us, I mean, because you, me, Troy, Brad, we were all there. We're all standing there like, what is going on? And Wilbur's just giggling, like just cackling and carrying on. Jimmy's going, get off me. Get off me. <laughs> oh, man. If we could find that footage. Actually, Jimmy would probably shoot us if we aired that. He's going to be mad if he listens to this. I hope you don't listen to it. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I mean, you're just our source of entertainment. Uh, I mean, I, it's not like I haven't had my fair share. You know, it's just that one was so, all right. Next one, we won't go to Jimmy. Where can we go to next? Hmm. Oh, we can pick on T Roy a little bit. Mm. This one's titled The Almost Illegal Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember. I get the exact days don't really matter. What what matters, it, it was somewhere right in the split, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was the way, since we had, you know, Arkansas and Louisiana to duck hunt in there. The, it can get confusing. The splits are different. Yeah. But anyway, we were going deer hunting one afternoon, and Jimmy and Troy decided they want to go scout for ducks. Mm-hmm. Well, they find the ducks, oh. and they're, they're all fired up about it and everything. Ducks everywhere. Troy films them. Man, oh. man we got to go get them the next morning. Yeah, we're going to wear them out in the morning, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Which, granted, we probably would have. Definitely. But, but it's a good thing we didn't. We get back to the house that night, and we're getting like, this is going to be like the first duck hunt of the year. Yeah. And we're like scrambling, trying to make sure we have everything together. And somebody goes over to our sheet and starts looking at the seasons for some reason. Thank God. <laughs> and we were uh, a week, going to be a week early. Yeah. It was open. I think it was like open in Arkansas, but it had just closed in Louisiana. Yeah. Like just closed for the split. And we was about, ooh, that wouldn't have been good. But old Troy slick enough. He pinned it on Jimmy. He pinned it around on Jimmy. That <laughs> <laughs> it was Jimmy's idea to go down there hunting. No, the funny thing was, man, I mean, like, we, and I, I can't, I didn't look either. I heard duck hunting in the morning. I was like, heck yeah. And so you remember we went and like we went in that night and put us in. Blinds. Some, yeah, we went and cut cane and put us some blinds together. Yeah. Jimmy was stringing decoys. We this, were is, sit- this is like midnight when we finally figured out we can't go there. We, we were sitting in the living room of Cottonmouth on the floor putting decoys, stringing, rigging decoys up. Yeah. Getting our, you know, getting our shells ready, waders out. I'm all fired up. And I, it was serious. It was late, late when someone goes, wait a minute. Look at the season dates. We're like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was a uh, funny one on old Troy there. That one was funny. Um, uh, next, 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 next. Let's uh. Remember the time you got hung up in a climber stand? I do. I'd have died if it wasn't for you. <laughs> so we're we're hunting this bucket patch too, hunting Is off it? the woods of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh. I think it's the same week of the probably of was air flinging incident. <laughs> Some but, of the people may have seen this because I I documented it on my cellular device and put it on my Instagram story yeah. because I couldn't quit laughing. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't remember how I got tangled up trying to jump out of that darn thing. You were trying to jump out and you were about four feet off the ground at least. Yeah, because your stand was up under mine, so yeah. I was a little higher than normal. Yeah, and I went to slide out of it, and then my the part that goes around my thighs on my safety harness catches a bolt on my stand. Yeah. 
and I'm just hanging there flailing around. I'm talking Can't do anything. like suspended. And I'm when it first started happening, I don't know how long you had been up there before I realized what was going on. Because I was like <laughs> down in my backpack trying to get everything packed up and tying ropes together and other stuff. And I hear Joy going, uh, <laughs> 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 I look like a puppet. That's what you look like a little marionette puppet just hanging there. All I could say, you, you know what you look like? You look like an overgrown uh, toddler. You know them little things they get, like a walker? Not like, not a walker, ones that a hang jumper. from like a door. Yeah, a jumper. Yeah. That's what you look like. <laughs> You're just up there kicking. It took you. It took me like five minutes to get you undone. Yeah, it was in a in precarious situation. Because we couldn't figure out what had you. Like I kept, I would I would like get up, I would get my shoulders up under you and pick you up, but then I couldn't get the thing undid. Yeah. And George was going, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's painting, that's painting. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, this was a pitch black dark in the middle of the woods in the Mississippi Delta. It took so long, we'll put it this way, because we always, I mean, y'all have seen it, we always reconvene back at Skin and Shed. When we pulled up, they were like, Y'all ain't killed anything? We're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all were gone so long. We figured y'all had to have been dragging something. Like, no, Jordan just got a little hung up in his climbing stand. <laughs> Jimmy just looks at us and goes, Cowboys and them darn climbers. Come on. Come on, Troy. We're late for supper. Uh, next on the list. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Let's take it uh let's take it out of the south. The New Mexico mountain lion. Yeah. Let's tell everything around it. So I remember that Keith Polk was on that trip. Yeah. Uh, well, we were on turkey trip. Yeah. We'd just been taking a nap in the middle of the woods because we were camping out. Predecessing. Forerunner. Not a Toyota forerunner, but a forerunner to this story. We drove all through the night. Got to the place we were hunting in New Mexico at like 4.30 a.m. Yeah. And immediately drove up the mountain. And get well, drove up as far as we could and then set camp. And no, 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 no. We went hunting. And then didn't, didn't kill anything. When we got back, we set camp, and it's like what? It's after midday, probably mm-hmm. two in the afternoon, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and and we were all exhausted. I actually think this was the second day it happened. Cause was it? Because right after that, we packed camp and headed down the mountain. No, we stayed in the. We stayed there that night. Did we? Yeah, because I, I remember very vividly the next morning I was in my little single-person tent, oh. and Troy and Keith were up before me, and Troy jumped on my tent and started going, <laughs> wow, 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 and I, I thought that was it. I started hollering. <laughs> so, yeah, we stayed there another night. Okay. So we turkey hunt that morning, and we go to set up camp, and everybody's exhausted, and I put blow up my little blow-up mattress, and we're going to take us a nap. Yeah. I mean, I'm like spent, like absolutely spent. So we delayed. Uh, I don't even remember how long we slept. A couple of hours, just dead to the world. Yeah. Uh, remember waking up and seeing you over there going down to down the hill to go do some business. Yeah. And then we're getting our stuff together to go back hunting, if I remember right. But we're not in like any hurry to do no, it. Like we're getting kind of we're getting ready, but everyone's kind of still like getting out of the fog of being asleep and driving through the night like we're gonna go hunting but uh we're we're gonna take our time kind of get our act together and uh i still remember i was looking at troy was to my right and keith was directly in front of me because i was i I spotted the cat first Mm -hmm. i remember that um 
Were you standing next to Keith? I was standing over somewhere because as soon as you you started stuttering and mumbling about something, I grabbed the camera. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's what a cameraman does. I was caught in the moment. <laughs> Me and the cat. So, What's that Joe Exotic song? <laughs> What's that? Tiger love me. Tiger. <laughs> I love tigers today. No, 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 no. You could, you could do the. Uh, I saw a tiger. And a there t- it is. A, a man saw a tiger. And tiger saw a man. <laughs> Lion saw a tiger. Lion saw a man. That whatever. That song could be played. But I remember I was talking to Keith. I remember what we're talking about. But something catches my eye behind him walking through the woods, and I immediately go big animal and so i think it's an elk mm-hmm. right i mean because w- the first glimpse i saw it was just movement through some fairly thick trees mm-hmm. and i can tell it's big and i was about to say there's an elk and about that time he walked through a little bit of a gap and i saw that tail that curled in that tail and i knew that mm-hmm. as soon as i saw that tail i said i said oh my god that's a mountain lion yeah you you flipped out yeah i'd never seen one before man <laughs> And they're big. They're grande. Estas muy grande. You were fearful for your life. I'm not denying that. <laughs> I didn't know what he was going to do. No, man. I didn't. Uh, he was, I mean, it was, I don't know, it was a lot. Um, but it, there you go. He walked, He was what, like 50, 60 yards? 150. No. <laughs> no. I got video footage to prove otherwise. Wasn't no 150. No. He was closer than that. He was also like finna charge you, I think. No, that didn't happen either. <laughs> <coughs> no. He was fifty or sixty yards, I'd bet. All I remember is he walked out and then he he kinda just kept walking and all of a sudden Troy went, me and I was like, What are you doing? <laughs> That's when you really lost it. Yeah, I was like, Don't want I was like, I don't want him over here. I like I like him where he is. <laughs> but so I, I don't think Troy really thought that all the way through either. Because what if that cat would have came? I don't. And that's why I was going. What are you doing? Like, He's trying you? to make animal in a stress noise. That yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, I ain't, I ain't trying. Mm-mm. I ain't trying to prove nothing to anybody. Oh, like, man. what? What am I going to prove? I promise you, if I go up against that mountain lion, I will not fare well. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact, Jack. Yep. So that was a. Uh, we have video of that, but I guess we really never. I think we may have put the like the clip of the actual line on social media. Maybe. Maybe I don't remember. I can't really remember. But that was that was wild seeing that for sure. I'm trying to think if I ever. The mountain lion is probably the one of the crazier, craziest, like, out of the normal animal experiences I've had doing this job. You know, another one that I thought of. We were. We had been duck hunting that morning, and we were driving back, and like along the edge of one of the lakes out there, there was a bald eagle that had, he must have just killed it. He was, he had a greenhead mallard he was eating. Huh. And I was like, man, you don't see that every day. They rough on ducks. Yeah. I wish, it'd be kind of cool to see him catch one, though. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see. So I can't, I can't think of any more. I'm sure if I sat here and thought about it long enough, I could, but. Out of the normal wildlife experiences. Hmm. No. Um, what else I got on this list? What was that? Your computer? Yeah. 
the Mississippi, Kansas, Pennsylvania turkey jump with Levi and Mr. Jerry. I'm trying to think of what happened. That was nothing really. Ha- I mean, it wasn't like any in particular instance that was just hilarious. It was the situation in itself was hilarious or funny. What we got thrown into because we we had this like we didn't have any more trips scheduled. Yeah, we weren't supposed to be going hunting. I remember we were short on shows. Yeah, and so like I think we talked about some, but we <clears throat> Jordan and I imagine this in a truck. Leave Central Mississippi, drive twelve hours to Kansas. Yeah, hunt for. So this was the this was the week after the mountain lion deal because we didn't make a show out there. It was the same year. Yeah, You're right. We didn't make a show out there like we hoped to, so we still needed another couple turkey hunts to finish our season. Mm. So that's why we got thrown into that trip. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is done. Everybody, Jordan Lake, get after it. Go, go. We need shows. We did need shows. That wasn't, I mean, well, we needed them. Uh, so we leave, drive 12 hours to Kansas and hunt for three days, two days, three days? Two or three days. Two or three killed days. Killed two turkeys there. And then it, this, this. Uh, oh, we killed three turkeys there. Yeah, we did. You and Seth doubled yeah. and I shot one. Um, this story is a lot like has a lot more weight to it if you just stand back and look at a map of the u.s and see what we drove that's what's funny about it big old triangle because then we leave kansas and drive all the way to pennsylvania it was another 12 hours yeah and then hunt there for two days two and then drove left pennsylvania drove all the way back to mississippi yeah when we got back to mississippi we were some tired puppies yeah bad tired bad bad tired that's what you gotta do sometimes, though. It was, it was at the time it was a little bit stressful, but it's fun memories now. Yeah, that was a jump. That was a. It was a t- like I still remember we uh, <laughs> we went and got we went and ate supper at a Red Lobster on our way to Pennsylvania, and uh, everyone knows Red Lobster has those fantastic biscuits, cheese biscuits. Yeah. Ooh. And it is Ooh. the it is the next morning. Or no, no, it was you know, it was the next morning, and <clears throat> like we had eaten at Red Lobster yesterday that night, and Jordan's driving, and I look over, and he's eating a cheese biscuit, <laughs> and I'm looking. I said, "We didn't take any to go stuff. Where did you?" <laughs> I said, "What did you?" I said, "Where in the world did you get a cheese biscuit?" He goes, "I stuffed it in my pocket." Out of my pocket, boy. <laughs> He pulled it out of his pocket because that was the thing he said. He said, "Where'd you get that cheese biscuit?" You reached in, you pulled another one out of your pocket. In <laughs> <laughs> fact, it's too good to leave it at the table. <laughs> you may be the only adult male that's walked out of a Red Lobster with cheese biscuits in their I, pockets. <laughs> I promise you, I am not. I guarantee you, I'm not the only one that's done this. <laughs> I guess, I mean, you just look at the table when we were leaving, you're like, no sense in putting these to waste. No, I wrapped them in a napkin. I forgot all about that because I do it all the time. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just funny. It's just commonplace procedure. I mean, what, what other items of food have you done that with? You've been making fun of my shorts all day. That's why they're cargo shorts. I'm putting biscuits in there. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> I just imagine you going to like a, a buffet. <laughs> just shoving food in your cargo pockets. That's what they're made for. <laughs> Maximal storage capability. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. I didn't even think about I didn't remember the cheese biscuit thing until I was talking about the driving for some reason that come to my head i wouldn't have remembered it if you had oh that's that. funny <laughs> i do that all the time <laughs> huh? oh gosh that's funny oh i'm trying to think we can't hit everything on this list in one episode that's what i'm saying we're gonna have to do this in multiples yeah and more things come to mind too oh for sure there's no look there's way more than just what i put on this list a hundred percent. We will. We can end it on one more. Let's end it on. How about that time we had to paddle across that water? The P-Rog incident <laughs> is what I have it labeled. So, if any of y'all watch the show or the current, I don't know if the new opening's changed or not. But there's that clip of me P-Rogging across this slough. Yeah. And there's if, more to that if story. If y'all don't know what a P-Rog or P-Row, a lot of people call them P-Row, whichever. Y'all don't know what that is. It's like a little canoe, made what, for, made for like a hundred pound Cajun man. It's a yeah. It's a canoe with emphasis on the wobbly. Like it, it's not the most stable thing. It is wobblier than a canoe. Yeah, <clears throat> very much so. And the water was up at Cottonmouth, which if y'all have kept up, that's not an uncommon incident at all. Um, and there was this food plot we were trying to get to, and we had to drive to the camp, get in the boat, boat across, get on the island. Get in a ranger, drive to the slough, drag the P-Rog to the slough, P-Rog across, get to the dry ground, walk to the food plot. That's how it works if the plan goes perfectly executed. <laughs> this is like two-hour ordeal. So, as Jordan stated, a P-Rog typically, I think, is suited for one individual that is probably 150 pounds. Yeah. Not two individuals that are both over 250 pounds, mm -hmm. which is what we had in that P-Rog. I mean, that's a full-size cheeseburger meal right there. It's a big. Yeah. Oh, we had we had to go across two sloughs. I forgot about that. Yeah. You, we had to P-Rog, get to dry, get over this ridge. <laughs> we didn't know that till after we got there. We did not. <laughs> we thought it was going to be one steady paddle the whole way, but we get to a point, there was a high point, so we had to get out, drag the P-Rog, and then put it into the other water, and then paddle across that. And what we did, too, was you paddled across, took camera and stuff, put it on dry ground, came back, me and you got in there, came across, got out, put the P-Rog in, in the water. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's why. <laughs> that's how we got into the incident. Because <laughs> I had to, to turn around and go yeah, get the camera. So, so we are in. So you got to follow along this story. I know it's a complicated one. So we have passed slew number one. We have. I have dropped the camera stuff off. I have gone and got Jordan. We have paddled across slew number one again. We have drug the P-Rog into slew number two, which is the final slew. And it's like a hundred yards to get to the food plot from this side. Yeah. And Jordan's like, this time you, me and you both get in, I'll leave the camera stuff on this side. I'll paddle you up there. You get out. Then I'll go get the camera stuff. And that way, you know, so you can go ahead and, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Well, we paddle. I mean, and I can see dry ground. Yeah. But Jordan stops me about. 50 yards shy of the dry ground yeah because i stuck the paddle in the water and it's like three inches deep he said we're in the road bed right here because what we're doing is these are normally roads that you can access with like a ranger little did i forget and we forget 
there's a there's a hump right there where I happen to check the water depth. Yeah, and, and well, I re- I remember I offered a little bit of resistance. I was yeah. like, why don't we just you paddle? Get out here. I was like, why don't we just paddle the remaining fifty yards, <laughs> and then I won't have to walk through the water. And George's like, come on, man, it's 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 not even you know it's not even quarter way up your knee boots. You can just walk the rest of the way. I'm like, uh, and he's like, and we got we gotta get going. I gotta go get this camera stuff. I'm like, all right, fine. So I stand up. Get my stuff. I'm now standing in the middle of the slough and watching Jordan paddle away. And I take about two steps and I go, uh-oh. <laughs> and it's not a warm day. This is January. The first week of it. And it's cold. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm knee-high in water. <laughs> like knee-high in water. And Jordan's gone. Jordan's gone back around to bend in the slough. I can't see Jordan. I can't holler at him because we're very close to where we're trying to deer hunt. So I can't be like, you know so and i'm like well i can just try to bulldog to this thing and my knees are already wet you know might as well just walk all the way there well i keep going forward it gets deeper i'm like nah this ain't this this ain't the move i won't never forget when i got the camera i was on my way back i come around that that little bend and i see you kind of like huddled up on a tree trunk i climbed up to (laughs) i had to find i felt like you know what i felt like i felt like a uh you ever, you, when you're driving through the, like, a flooded, you know, flooded, a flood like that, yeah. you see, like, a raccoon that's, like, crawled up on a stump, and he's like, God, it's cold. Yeah. That's what I felt like. I was hugging that tree, like, yeah, because it's, like, 30 degrees, yeah. and I'm bear-hugging this tree, and I'm frigid, and then Jordan just comes, he's looking at me, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah. And they're like, did it, why didn't you just? I'm, like, I'm, ba- I'm bad about trying to make somebody feel like an idiot too. Yeah, I'm like, what do you? You don't want to drop me off here. It's shallow <laughs> the rest of the way. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it ain't. It's shallow right here. Jordan goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. It's funny now though. That whole afternoon was a mess. I screwed you out of a big deer. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a big old deer. Yeah. And there's tall and tight deer. You know I like tall and tight deer. Yeah. It happens. Anyhow, um, I think we'll call that it. There's enough stories left to be told. And, I, I mean, we've already gone. We've already gone 41 minutes. So, uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Obviously, we got some entertainment value out of it. Um, as always, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate. You can hit Jordan on Instagram. You can hit me on Instagram. You can hit the Primos page on Instagram or Facebook. Do whatever you need to do. Don't be bashful with those questions. We try our best to get to all of them. Uh, and that's going to be it for this week. As always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.